Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Jenny Whittington, Executive Director of Ermia, and welcome to our podcast, Ermia Matters. I am so pleased today to have our special guest, Steve Steger Moore, who is the board parliamentarian currently. And Steve and I have known each other for a quite a long time, I believe. So, Steve, why don't we um, first start by you giving us a little bit of background about how you got into higher education. Hello, Jennifer. Glad to be here with you this afternoon. I've spent about 35 years in higher education in a number of capacities, including private university, large university, a small college, and then in the technical college system. A variety of experiences, including campus operations, student affairs, residence hall, contract management, and then moving into finance later in my technical college career, taking over a risk management function in one of the larger colleges in Wisconsin. Terrific. I mean, I think your background is, is super unique. And Steve and I got to know each other pretty well a number of years ago. We co-presented at a community college's legal conference. Correct. And Steve is a phenomenal presenter. And I'm so pleased that he is on our leadership team. So today we're just going to talk about some, some hot issues that are going on at Districts Mutual Insurance and in the community college environment. So take it away, and I'll just ask you some questions in between. Wonderful. Look forward to it. So, yeah, tell us about the hot topics. I think there are several hot topics in at least the world I work in, and that is the community and technical colleges in Wisconsin. Cyber liability is an extraordinarily hot button, and that includes things like data breach, ransomware, loss of use because of some issue that has to do with the lack of ability to utilize your equipment. Ransomware actually freezes your equipment. So those are very, very hot topics. All the colleges, like everybody else in today's world, we rely on technology. And when technology does not work, it's very problematic. Typical operations simply aren't able to be proceeding because we rely on technology. Cyber liability probably number one. Second would be compliance. There's a tremendous amount of effort that the colleges have to expend to be compliant. The Department of Education, for example, has a number of things that are required of the colleges, which could jeopardize financial aid to students if the college is not compliant. The Clery reporting, for example. Uh, Drug-Free Schools and Communities Act, those come to mind, which are compliance requirements. Title VII and Title IX requirements, again, are very, very significant in the college environment because those are the sorts of things that end up on the headlines in the local newspaper when there's been some claims of discrimination, retaliation, failure to educate, or improper termination kinds of proceedings are very problematic for the colleges because it's a PR problem. Another hot topic would be training for the what's next. And by that, I mean we spend a great deal of time on business continuity and business interruption planning through tabletop exercises, preparing the colleges for that what-if scenario. It's a memory muscle kind of an opportunity then to go through a tabletop exercise with the leadership team to prepare you to be ready to respond in the event you have an actual emergency. And we've encouraged our colleges to prepare for things like weather-related events. They're all Wisconsin-based. Winter is on the horizon, and it's very typical to have weather-related issues. Some of the significant losses that we've experienced over the years, we meaning districts, mutual insurance company, have been weather-related, hail damage, sure. wind damage, uh, flooding-related issues. And when those happen and it becomes disruptive, tabletop exercises prepare you for actually dealing with that event. So those are some hot topics that uh, districts mutual is helping our member colleges be participative in. Tell me a little bit about your about the system. I can't recall how many schools are in your system. And tell me about how your staff is operating. Uh, gladly. 
In Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Technical College System is comprised of 16 districts, they're called. Each of those districts is, frankly, rather autonomous, has its own president, its own local board of directors. Each of those colleges deliver instruction up to and including an associate's degree, certificates. Really, the terminal degree for the technical colleges is a two-year degree, Okay. probably about 64 credits. There's 54 campus locations throughout Wisconsin where instruction is delivered. There's 300, if I remember correctly, types of programs that the technical colleges are participative in. And that is a little less like going to a college where you get a bachelor's degree. The average age of our students, for example, is something like 27. A lot of retraining and recertification is done by the colleges. There's a number of colleges who have outreach kinds of business and industry-related contracts where college expertise is hired to deliver something, some tangible product to a respective customer. Oftentimes, that's done at that customer's location. So there's a real variety of types of programs that the colleges offer. The district's mutual insurance staff really is in place to meet the needs of the technical college's membership. Now, each of our colleges is a member of district's mutual insurance. They're the founding members. We're not a marketing organization. We don't try and sell our product to anybody else. We exclusively work with those 16 colleges. So my team provides direct services to the 16 colleges. We have a campus security consultant who works on all issues that are campus security related and literally goes to the college campus to help ascertain the environment that is existing on campus and how to improve that campus security environment. We have an environmental health and safety consultant who works on all things OSHA related, safety related, local compliance related kinds of issues. That individual as well travels to the college campuses very routinely and provides direct services to them, recommendations on how to make a better environment for the students, a safer environment. Then we have a business continuity crisis response consultant who does the tabletop exercises, who helps the college get ready for that perspective of a business interruption situation. And then the last consultant is really the risk management and insurance consultant. That's the role that I play. Okay, very good. And you guys are fairly unique. I'm not familiar with another Ermia member who's set up quite like you are. Are you aware? Not quite as unique as what I think we are, Jennifer. That's a really good question because I'm asked that somewhat routinely. In Wisconsin, you cannot form a pool. That's against against Wisconsin's insurance law. But in other states, you can do that. So to take advantage of the college's willingness to be participative together, we actually formed a municipal mutual insurance company in Wisconsin. The uniquity of that exists in each of the colleges holds a municipal status. So they could form a municipal mutual insurance company. There's some large group programs out there that are very successful. Our uniquity lies in the fact that we are the insurance company, the college members formed us, and we serve strictly those college members, those 16 college members. A couple of years ago now, maybe more like three years ago, frankly, we actually changed our name to include risk management services as part of our official title, because we've looked at how to best serve the colleges. We have an insurance product, but that's enjoined only when you have a loss. So that's a reactive situation. We wanted to focus on the proactive things like doing risk management services. So we added that phrase to our name, and that really became the outgrowth of all of the staff persons I talked about a couple moments ago, because they're really service-focused individuals. We act as an advocate for our colleges at the time of loss to help try and move them through the labyrinth of a claim, filing, remediation, recovery period. I mean, our job, frankly, is not only providing the insurance coverage, but we help guide the colleges through that recovery period as well. And I think that's a rather unique approach. We're an insurance company that wants to pay the claim of our college member. That sounds like a good place to be. <laughs> so, With your student affairs background, I know that makes you a unique member with Ermia. 
Can you give us any examples of how that's helped in your risk management career? When you think about higher education, the reason that we are in existence is to educate young people. And so when I worked in student affairs, I had a very strong relationship with the student pod, the student population on campus. And as the chief student affairs officer, my job was really to represent the student interest to higher management on campus. So when senior leadership had issues relative to what's going on with the students, the student affairs staff typically had their finger on the pulse and we provided the feedback then to upper management on campus. I think what it does for me on a day-to-day basis is it keeps me focused on why we exist. We exist to teach students. A real cumbersome phrase, but not for students, higher education wouldn't exist. So I think my experiences in student life and student affairs really helped crystallize for me how important it is to have an educational opportunity that recognizes the needs of the student and puts that student need first. Very good. And did you have a relationship with your risk manager at the time? When I was involved in student affairs at one of the colleges, Jennifer, there wasn't risk management even on the radar screen then. So that goes back a couple of different <laughs> generations, if you will, in my own progression in my, in my higher education career. When I worked in student affairs, it was really an insurance program. You paid premium. In exchange for premium, you got claims paid. That's a reactive environment. The new environment that DMI has helped create and foster among our college members is to be proactive to do all the other things that try and reduce the opportunity for loss, reduce the risk. And if you do have loss, we try and look at ways to make sure that we don't have a recurrence of that loss. So we're trying to do the risk management things on an ongoing basis. Very good. Well, and I, I mean, I think when I look at Ermia's progression over the years, and, you know, we just celebrated our 50th annual conference and looking back at the photos of what Ermia was 25 years ago till today, I mean, it, it was it was the insurance manager's office. And I think risk management as a discipline has leaps and bounds grown. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope we are a lot more proactive as a discipline. I absolutely agree. I attended my first Ermia conference in San Antonio, pardon me, a number of years ago. And I was brand new to higher education risk management in my role with districts mutual insurance. That experience was very, very influential. I became a very strong proponent of Ermia and certainly recognized the wonderful opportunity for the collegial relationships that Ermia really prides itself on. The contacts that I made at Ermia then and have continued over the years have been wonderful resources. And Ermia is one of those organizations that's very open, inviting, and wants to be sharing. There's no copyright in anything that Ermia does. If you ask somebody if they have a particular procedure, they're glad to share. If they have had a particular problem, how they addressed it, what's the solution, they're just delighted to share. I've seen the growth over the years, relatively speaking, in terms of not only the numbers of people who attend but the diversity of the people that attend. There's an opportunity now for some significant inclusion that, frankly, in 2006, I'm not so sure I made that same observation. People of color, women, younger professionals, and now the emphasis on having students be participative as well to try and provide an avenue for a student to get into the business of insurance, higher ed, or industry. This clearly has been a wonderful, wonderful growth opportunity for Ermia to get younger people involved. Absolutely. And I know over the years, I mean, DMI has been very generous. Um, I believe your governing body um, okayed a certain number of people to come to the conference every year. Can you share a little bit about how that, how that went over and how, your, how the, the campus members benefited from that? Gladly. One of the great pleasures I have is to serve on the district's mutual board of directors. And I made a recommendation to the board that we support through a stipend attendance at the 50th conference, which was in Boston just this last fall. 
And our board of directors sponsored four individuals. Each of them got $1,500 as a stipend to help defray some of the cost of attendance. In our most recent board of directors meeting, I raised that issue for the 2020 conference in Indianapolis. And while the board has not taken formal action, Jennifer, it appears that they're going to make a stipend available to more attendees for 2020. That's terrific. And I mean, a great idea for all of our members who, especially at like the system level, I mean, just planting some seeds there that Mm -hmm. that might grow to have other members have the same model, which would be wonderful from my perspective. And one of the opportunities that I've had because our group has a quarterly meeting culture is get to talk about the regional programs that Ermia has sponsored, as well as the national or the annual conference program. And through those conversations, we've had an opportunity for several of our college members to attend That was at their expense prior to the stipend that we did this year for 2019. But DMI has also provided some stipend, smaller amounts of dollars for some regional programs that uh, have allowed our colleges to get participated with a couple other risk management groups as well and maybe broaden their opportunity for other professional contacts. Yeah, you just brought back a memory. I mean, I believe we we worked together on the Madison Conference a number of years ago and then Milwaukee a few years after that. We did. Yeah, and I mean, we try to get our regional conferences moved around the country, and it's always great. I mean, when, when we go to a state like Wisconsin and get the support from the whole system, I mean, we I believe on the first one, I did work with the University of Wisconsin system, and then on the second one, I believe you were the chair of that conference. Correct. And, and we had, but the regional conferences are a great way to get involved with Ermia, and they're a much lower price point. It's usually one overnight stay, which can, mm-hmm. you know, really make your budget go a lot farther. And the education is is terrific. We usually offer between five and seven sessions at those regional conferences. And I know your the local group was really active in the second one. Yes, yes, they were. And it's a wonderful entree to Ermia and its services going to a regional conference because it is very focused. It's a day and a half, as you said, it's much less expense. So it's a wonderful opportunity to get familiar with the organization. Yeah, and it's a much smaller environment. We usually have between 50 and 150 people. It's really good networking. So the regionals are a great place to get involved with the organization. Yeah, much more personal experience when the regional campuses, I'm sorry, when the regional conferences are held. Well, Steve, this has been such a delightful conversation. Thank you for being my guest today on our podcast, Ermia Matters. So I think now is a good time to wrap it up. Thanks again for being our guest. And Thank you. I'm sure we'll be working together soon. I'll look forward to it, Jennifer. Thank you so much. The Ermia Matters podcast is brought to you by the University Risk Management and Insurance Association. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And while you're there, we'd appreciate if you'd give us a five-star review. And be sure to visit www.ermia.org. That's www.urmia.org to check out our wealth of online resources. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.